Welcome to Today's Law, your chance to reach out to practicing attorney Patrick King with questions about the law and how it affects you. Maybe it's someone's driving or a neighborly dispute. How about an issue with technology or privacy? Your estate plan or power of attorney? Some of us would rather discuss legal points of view or history. Maybe your passion is government and politics, current events, or local issues. Whatever your pleasure, join Patrick King live for an insightful and entertaining half hour. Let's get the conversation started with the host of today's law, Patrick King. Thank you for tuning in to our first ever radio program, our first ever Today's Law with me, Patrick King. The law affects each of us every single day. The law provides guidance, how to live with ethical or moral foundations. The law can be fair, reasonable, logical, and just. Conversely, the law can be unfair, unreasonable, illogical, and unjust, or so it may seem, depending on your interpretation or unique perspective. The law can be a weapon or tool to protect individual rights, seek justice, defend liberty, fight for the innocent or the weak. The law can be a weapon or tool to offend rights, seek injustice, inhibit liberty, and fight for one's gains at another's loss. In essence, the law is supposed to protect society from anarchy, promote peace and well-being, and provide avenues by which reasonable persons coexist within a community, state, or nation. If properly informed, the law can be a friend, not a foe. We hope that you stay tuned with us today and for the next five shows after today as we discuss various topics and interview guests. In particular, I'm thankful For my family, friends, Confluence Business Advisors, WBGZ, and the listeners of this radio station for this awesome opportunity. We have designed this program to reach a variety of listeners who want to listen, engage, speak one's mind, and interact with us on a respectful level. Now that's my take on the law. What's yours? Before we get too far along here, Pat... Let's let uh, Jordan tell our listeners how they can weigh in and then play our first clip. Be sure to continue the conversation by emailing us at todayslawradio at gmail.com. That's T-O-D-A-Y-S-L-A-W-R-A-D-I-O at gmail.com. And liking us at facebook.com slash patrickkinglaw so you can share your thoughts with your fellow listeners. You know, I'm third generation here, so my grandfather started, you know, the company in 1958. Well, actually before that, but uh, acquired it in 1958. And, um, you know, that puts a lot of pressure on me to, to do well and to carry on, you know, the family name. I, the great thing is that we do have a great reputation and a great family name, but, you know, reputation is much easily given much easier to give away than it is to gain. So, you know, I have almost 60 years of good reputation building that now I have to try to keep up. So that's a lot of pressure, but I think that's why, you know, we strive to do so well. And I do with every single customer. And I tell them that, you know, when they're here buying a car, I always tell them that, 
you know, and it's the truth. I, my reputation means everything. And we live in a smaller town where people know us. And so, you know, that should give them a confidence to know that I'm not going to do anything that would sacrifice our reputation. That's Cody Stevenson of Quality Buick GMC Cadillac on Homer Adams Parkway in Alton. He's making some really relevant points about the importance of reputation. And you can find them online at qualitygmcars.com. Okay, Patrick, let's get this party started. Cody Stevenson just told us about uh, how important reputation is to him and his business. So what does the law have to say about reputation? Well, first and foremost, uh, reputation uh, for, a, for a lawyer, that is, is everything. Um, if you have a, if you have a, a good reputation, then, then people will come and they will trust you. If you have a bad reputation, then everybody wants to stay away from you. In terms of, of reputation in the law, I believe it's, it's about being candid and honest and fair with people and, and always looking out for your client, being a zealous advocate for your client. So reputation matters, and in my business, reputation very much matters, especially to kind of wind back to, our, to the show that you had, Ron, we were all talking about the local community and, and what reputation means to the local community. Well, we were talking about it from a, a community-at-large perspective, but it also matters to each individual business owner. And if, if you work hard at it and you build those relationships, then it just makes the economy, the marketplace, so much stronger for each individual business. Tell us about some of the myths that we all believe about attorneys and the law. And I, I, I can tell you that the minute the term law or legal enters the conversation, people just have all these ideas about how awful or tough or tell us about some of the things that we ought to experience really when we, and, and how we ought to look at the law a little differently. Well, I, I think many people view the law, again, as, as a foe, not as a friend. And if you are empowered, not in the sense you have to go to law school and pass a bar examination, but that you speak to people, perhaps you, you get a consultation with an attorney, or you do some of your own research, although be careful where you do it, the law can be an empowering effect. In fact, it can take somebody who has very little or knows very little and empower them have a wealth of information and knowledge. Uh, so much, so many of our founding fathers were not college educated, but they were learners. They were intellectuals, and and that's the power of the law. That I think it's available for everybody to be able to have some basic understanding and to learn. I think I think some of the myths about about lawyers is that uh, it's either all about money or they're concerned or they're afraid to approach an attorney. And I, and I think that you'll find that most lawyers are, are willing to meet with clients. They wish to get to know their clients and that they are there for the greater good. Although there are exceptions to that rule, I find that most of my fellow attorneys in this community, that is in Alton and Madison County at large, do care about people and do care about doing the right thing. What do you think people, what kind of mistakes do you think they make? when they start pursuing legal advice or thinking about pursuing legal advice? I, I think the first, the first thing is everybody just needs to take a deep breath. So something bad happens and everybody wants to, to react 
they want to overreact, and that's human nature. And I think the, I think the important thing is to, to take a, a deep breath and take a step back. And then from there, you can start begin begin making informed decisions. So I, although I think the Internet is a proper uh, way to, to search for a lawyer and to find a lawyer, I think, first and foremost, a personal conversation, that is an initial consultation in a private conf- confidential setting, is where it all begins. And so I think the common mistake for people is they rush to decisions instead of just take a deep breath, relax, and go meet the lawyer and and go talk about your problem. And if you're able to do that and you feel comfortable, then perhaps you hire or retain or move forward. If you're uncomfortable, then stop the conversation there and move onward. So I think a lot of mistakes are made that people reasonably so rush to judgment. And part of the law is that things do take time, but also you want to be uh, of really have a good understanding of what's going on. The only way you can do that is when you take a step back and really just kind of relax, even when it is a serious situation, because many times they are. So I think that's some decent practical advice for, for our listeners out there, is just to take a deep breath. We understand that you have a problem. Uh, it's just like when you go see your surgeon. Um, they're usually calm and collected, and that's how the lawyer should be, that let's, let's take our stress levels down and let's think and try to be reasonable and come up with some good solutions. I can recall the first time that I had to face um, an issue with one of my children who had uh, gotten a DUI. Now I have two boys, so what does that tell you about? I said the first. But the point is, um, those are experiences during their lives um, that were that were realistic and we had to deal with. What I'm... We have a little beep going on in our studio here, so we'll get rid of that. But um, I, I can just remember, what do I do now as a parent? How do I manage this situation? And um, what, what do you have to say to a parent or to those of us who experience those kinds of traumas? I Ron, that's a, that's a great uh, personal experience, and I think everybody, most of our listeners have at one time or another experienced that either directly or indirectly with uh, themselves or a family member. In those situations, um, I get calls every day with, with either a parent or a, a loved one, a significant other, a wife, or even the individual, him or herself, that is facing those problems. I think I think the best advice, again, is what I had said earlier, is that that take a deep breath, and realize that these things happen all the time, number one. People do make mistakes, so we have to understand people are going to make mistakes. And, and bad things do happen to very good people. So there are times where stress levels are very high, understandably so. My best advice is to, to explain yourself that you have, uh, you know, something is really bothering you, and set up a meeting and go talk. And, and share your feelings. Remember, everything you tell to the attorney, attorney-client privilege, it's totally confidential. So really, it, it should be a risk-free exercise. And I think that's something important for the listeners. That's kind of what this program's about. It's a risk-free opportunity for people to weigh in and ask us questions about the law. 
and maybe situations that they've encountered they can't do much about. But I, I just gave you one of those, but I have to tell you, I remember it vividly. It was like my world was coming to an end, and I was I was going to lose a child all in the same moment. Uh, either I was going to kill him or he was going to get locked up forever, and his whole future was now in jeopardy. I got to tell you that an attorney helped us manage that situation pretty well. Well, part of part of what a lawyer should be doing is manage expectations. There's people who um, that come see me, and perhaps they've been involved in a personal injury claim, and and I have to manage that expectation. And not every case is a million dollar case. Uh, same with criminal cases. Uh, somebody does get arrested, and I often tell them, "This is not going to end your life. It will be okay." I do not know the outcome. I can't promise an outcome, but with cooperation, we're going to get through this. And we're going to get through this uh, in a reasonable amount of time. And so what I tell parents who are often hysterical, just take it easy. We're going to get through it. It's not the end of the world, and your son or daughter's not the first person to get a DUI. <laughs> exactly. So as far as our listeners are concerned, what are, what are some of the things that you might want to you know, tell us about that relate to some of the experiences maybe they're having? Well, I, I think, again, the, uh, the important, uh, important thing is that if, if you are experiencing a, uh, a difficult situation, um, try to find ways to, to make it less stressful. I, th- I think stress drives so much in life. I find that when we're under stress, uh, we go one or two ways. Either we get uh, very angry and anxious or we get almost depressed and, and sad and we then withdraw. If, if there is a, a legal situation that's bothering you, the worst thing that you can do is either overreact or totally underreact. And I think there's a happy medium, and it's different for everybody. I think that happy medium is that you understand that you're not the only person maybe experiencing it. And even if you would be the only person in the world, there's a lot of resources out there. And I get I get a lot of calls each and every day where I may not be able to take the case or be in a position to take the case, but I know a lot of good people out there that can help. Sometimes my advice is, well, you need to go talk to your doctor about this, or you need to see a counselor. And so we can talk it through. So it's not always just legal solutions. I think part of being a a lawyer or counselor is I'm not a counselor in the sense I offer medical or psychological advice, but we help people to understand the situation from a, a bigger perspective, and then the goal is to offer good solutions. And it could be legal. It can be sometimes practical. I, I Half the time, I'm just giving practical advice about how to handle the neighbor dispute, you and your neighbor arguing over the fence line. Well, there's a real practical way to, to solve that other than each other suing each other and spending a bunch of money in court. So th- there's a lot of different options out there. Do you find anything unique about where we live in terms of the law or, or cases that uh, surface a lot, that peop- how people might be affected uh, with legal issues? Absolutely. Uh, I, I believe that we, we are situated in, in the heart of the Midwest, so we're a Midwest community with Midwest values. I think that dictates how clients interact. Uh, contrary to, to some belief, I think Madison County is fair. And there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's been a lot of publicity publicity around that. But I think we have fair judges and fair courts. Um, I've been practicing here for eight years, 
And I believe that uh, we we have a very good system. Now, no system's perfect. And so that I would put that out there. No institution is perfect. It's made of humans, and we all fall a little short at times. But I believe that uh, the Southern Illinois, Madison County, St. Louis area has a wealth of opportunities for people. I find most of my clients to be wonderful people. Everybody has a hardship, but we, we have a great community, and that's, that's why we're doing this show. We're here to reach out to people. We're not here to sell a product or a service. We're really here as potentially a voice of information and reason, and maybe we get to know some of our listeners through our interactions, and if we can touch somebody's life in a sense where we give them something of value, that'd be great. Well, we're hoping that uh, folks are going to weigh in here, and this is our first program, so we're we're trying to take baby steps with that. Uh, we uh, do have the capacity to take phone calls. I don't know that we're going to do that this week, but we are certainly inviting emails and have somebody here uh, to take uh, to, to get those to us right away. So if you are inclined to uh, weigh in with a legal question or a comment, about uh, an experience that you've had, uh, good, bad, or indifferent, that's fine. Please do that. How are we doing on time over there, Jordan? Uh, okay. About one minute till our commercial break. Okay. Um, we really don't have commercial breaks here, but I, I'm going to take just a second to, um, to remind you to join us on our program on the 21st. We're going to do this all over again at 6.30. Actually, our show starts at uh, 6 o'clock, and then we'll come back. But we need for you to know that uh, this program is underwritten by the King Law Firm, and it is underwritten by some of our sponsors, and uh, we're going to... We're going to take this to the break right now. Another service I provide is financial forensics, and that entails working with attorneys uh, basically to arrive at a number, whether it's a husband that owns his own business and I arrive at an amount of income that he is truly making versus what he says he makes. Um, I've done lifestyle analysis on spouses showing that they need X amount of dollars to live on. This was their lifestyle. They're used to it. Um, so that's kind of the divorce side of it. The uh, contract dispute cases that I've worked on involve maybe two partners splitting up. Partner A says, you owe me $25,000. Partner B says, no, you owe me $25,000. So I'm hired to come in and say who owes who how much money. John Plack can be found online at jplacht, and that's P-L-A-C-H-T, C-P-A dot com. John is a highly skilled CPA whose forensic accounting certifications, easy for me to say, also position him as an expert witness. Uh, Pat, what can you tell us about expert witnesses? 
expert witnesses can make or break your case. So a guy like John, uh, not only is an expert witness in court, but just having an expert uh, CPA for small businesses or even individuals would be uh, a huge resource. I know I have a great CPA, and I rely on that advice wholeheartedly. Uh, this any professional advice. You want good, sound advice. I, uh, I want to... John's a unique, got a unique CPA practice, and uh, the man is certified in so many different areas. And I, when, when he, uh, you know, told us about his expert witness uh, opportunities and certifications, and uh, it was really intriguing to me. And I thought um, he would be a perfect underwriter for this program. And uh, he has a lot of interest in what you're doing, and, and uh, we're going to hopefully have him on um, a couple of different times, once for you and once as a small business uh, advocate and, uh, you know, provider. Uh, so I, I think uh, John's a real interesting guy. I, I want to switch gears just a little bit and talk about uh, Patrick and Stephanie King uh, and the law firm. Uh, you're growing in many ways, and I think our next show falls right in the middle of a pretty significant move for you. So why don't uh, you tell us what you're planning? Yeah, thank you, Ron. Um, so Stephanie and I are in practice together. My wife, Stephanie, and I uh, have been in practice together since 2016. She was formerly an assistant state's attorney in Madison County under Bill Mudge and Tom Gibbons, both state's attorneys. In 2016, we decided to build something uh, unique. The goal was that I do a lot of litigation. I do personal injury work and criminal defense. And my wife had a strong desire to do estate planning and probate work. So we have a, a unique uh, practice that we have a, a trial-based practice as well as, as like a transactional type practice. We have two full-time staff members, and uh, we're, we're excited to, to be a part of this area. Uh, starting uh, mid-June, we're almost there, I guess, uh, mid-late June, we're moving to a new location. Um, we've been in Alton for, since 2011, we're just going right down the street, about eight minutes to East Alton, uh, 205 West Main Street, East Alton, and it's a, it's a really pretty house. Uh, a local attorney by the name of Will Miller uh, gave us a great opportunity to come into the space uh, purchase the space and, and work along with him. So we're very excited about the move. It gives us an opportunity to uh, be in a somewhat different setting, although our ties with Alton are going to be as strong as ever as um, many of our clients are from here and we live in Godfrey. So that's a little bit about our practice. Uh, where we're going in the future is we hope to deliver the best services possible. Um, that, that's our goal. And um, we're excited We're excited to uh, to be in practice together. I uh, want to know what motivated you to start this particular um, radio show. Back in October 2016, you and I had a, a conversation about uh, what about what about a radio show where we're able to uh, deliver information to the marketplace. 
In addition to being a lawyer and now on the radio, I also teach from Missouri Baptist University. And I teach uh, at the Lewis and Clark campus where I teach business law, criminal evidence, and a couple other classes. And I've done that for about three, four years. So so part of the, the teaching background and, and being in court, and it kind of it just made sense maybe to, to see what we could do on the radio. And so you and I got together and we thought this is a unique opportunity. Of course, the Big Z um, gave us this great opportunity to be here. And so what we're hoping to gain from this show is, is a conversation to connect to our listening audience. I grew up listening to the Big Z, primarily high school basketball and football games. And so that, that continues. But this is an opportunity for us to reach an audience, interact with an audience, and uh, to carry on a conversation kind of in the public square, so to speak. We both um, talk a lot about, you know, delivering um, value to our customers and to our, our communities that we serve and that serve us. Uh, I think that it's interesting, uh, and we forget about that quite a bit. And uh, I... I know that the law has changed over time. Um, you, this, your particular profession is one of those that um, the laws change every year. And what are some of the things that you try to do to keep up with that and to help us all understand how to keep up with that? There's no question that the practice of law and just laws in general have changed. It's become so much more specialized and concentrated. And every year, uh, Riverbender.com or the Telegraph will list all the new laws passed. And every time that the General Assembly or the United States Congress get together and pass laws, that changes the way we live and that changes how we interact with people. Over the last five or maybe ten years, technology has greatly changed human interaction. It's not just the loss, but also human interaction, Facebook, instant messaging, text messaging, cell phone use. That, that not only, there's not only laws in place, but how we interact as people, and then how we interact as people affects outcomes and situations. So the, the practice of law is, is always changing, will forever change, due to the fact that uh, technology, I think technology is changing, even the way we interact with our clients. So how we stay up on it is you got to read a lot. And the best thing I do is I talk to other really good lawyers about what they're doing. And I, and I quote unquote, pick their brain a little bit because then I'm, I'm able to have other insight and perspective. And so that part of what we're going to do on this show is we're going to bring on some other guests. I, it's not just going to be me talking and Ron, we're going to have other guests. We're going to interview people. We're going to talk about hopefully issues and topics and subject matters that, that really concern and pertain to our listeners. That's that's our goal here. Well, that's. I was just going to ask you if you were planning guests for the future. I know we've talked about it, and I know some names have been flying around. Uh, I believe we're about to uh, go into the final few minutes of the program, so I'm going to hand it over to Jordan. Today's Law with Patrick King is a production of Confluence Business Advisors and distributed by Confluence Media Network. This program is a paid presentation of the King Law Firm, LLC, and produced live at the studios of WBGZ Radio in Alton, Illinois. 
You can watch or listen to today to today's law at kinglawfirmllc.com and altondailynews.com. Andrew Dobson, graphic design. Jordan Myers, associate producer. Lauren Waters, project management. 